Hello, my wonderful Radical Audacity listeners. I'm so excited that you are here today for another episode with me, Tiffany Kane, your host. I have a really radically audacious concept that I want to talk about today. You know that season three of this podcast was all about raising the volume of your voice. And one of my incredible guests for season three was Samara Bay with um, her book, Permission to Speak. When I interviewed her, her book hadn't come out yet, and her book is now out, and I'm holding it in my hands. You, you might be able to, to hear it banging on the desk. Uh, it is a beautiful book with the word permission on it. One, two, three, four, five, six times permission to speak. The tagline says, how to change what power sounds like starting with you. So why do I want to talk about this today? I want to talk about it because this is an important book. Book. I think this is going to be a book that is going to have long lasting effects on the world. This is a book that is making a difference. I can even see this book being something that college classes use as their textbook. It is incredible. Samara uh, combines the science of language <laughs> with um, wonderful history of women and what language has been like for us, what speaking has been like for us, public speaking, and um, her story and her sense of humor. And it's just fantastic. I have the book and I have it on Audible. And I've got, I've got to say, having them both together is incredible. There's a section of the book that I want to read to you, just small little parts, because they are really powerful and they stand out to me. Um, if you see my book, you'll see that I have made all kinds of notes of quotes that she made in her book that really stand out to me, because oh, this book is just so powerful. Samara's premise is that the norm for speaking is very much created by patriarchal norms. You know what a strong male sounds like when that person is speaking in public. So speaking in public can be making a presentation at work. It can be if you've got a podcast, it can be speaking on a stage. It can be being a door-to-door -door salesperson. Anytime you're out in public and you're speaking, she defines that as public speaking. And there are norms for this, right? There are certain things that people give women a really hard time for, especially if you're a woman of color, if you're a woman um, that is an immigrant to a country and your dialect doesn't match the norm. Uh, if you're a woman with a strong accent, you know, maybe you're from the South, maybe you're from the North and you have a very strong accent that is outside the norm. Her book goes into the history of where these norms come from and, oh, it's so fascinating. It, seriously, get the audible, get the hard copy. You need to read the book. The section I'm reading about today really applies to those of you who have a podcast those of you who like to speak on stages, those of you that come on Instagram Live regularly or would like 
to come on Instagram Live or Facebook Live regularly, or you have a YouTube channel, any of you that share your voice publicly or would like to share your voice publicly, I'm going to read a section of her book to you that was a huge aha moment for me. She did a lot of work with a, com- a group, a charity group called moveon.org, and they are a charity group that work to get uh, more Democrats into the primaries, specifically women, females, and really looking at females of color, okay? Getting them more involved in politics, okay? Whether it's local politics or state politics or even at the national level, moveon.org really works hard to get kind of more normal people out there, more of the everyday people out there. uh, And they train these people, right? And so Samara was working with a few of the women that wanted to be political candidates. And she said, So these are all newbies, right? These are all rookies in the world of public speaking, especially in the realm of politics. Turns out these newbies all had a habit of skipping over their origin story. Not where they were born and raised, not that kind of origin. They were skipping over the parts that said, This is my aha moment. This is why I want to be a politician, why I want to get involved in politics. She said, sharing your aha moment offers a singular chance to reveal your character to your would-be constituents. Not, hey, I'm Tiffany and I'm from Mission Viejo and, you know, and I live in a little house there. Meh, that doesn't really connect us. But what does is our aha moments. She says, here's where I'm from holds little power compared to here's what I did in an impossible moment. Ah. She says, it was the first time I heard the term origin story used this way. If anything, I'd associated it with superheroes and bloody crimes and dark alleys or lab accidents gone wrong. But this conversation was, quite unexpectedly, and absent a single radioactive spider, my own origin story, my own aha, it completely changed my life. I'll tell you what I mean. So she's going to go on talking about how we often have a hard time talking about ourselves. Right. We often get in, especially, you know, when we're with friends, we have no problem with that. But when we're in a public space, when we're on a stage, when we're behind the mic, we often have a hard time talking about ourselves in a way that is meaningful to others. And that aha moment, that key, that thing that said, oh, this is why I want to get out there and I want to speak. This is the story I have to share. She says, that's what is so important. She talks a little bit about imposter syndrome, so I'm going to skip over. Uh, I love what she says about imposter syndrome. She says, if you're on a stage or in an office presenting your project, there's a good chance you've earned your way in, but there's also a good chance you don't entirely believe it. Yep, that's imposter syndrome, right? (laughs) But she says this kind of thinking keeps those who deserve power out 
of power because we are always thinking, I don't know if I really deserve it. Should I have more? Should I have more experience? Should I try more of this? Should I try more of that? Okay. So I'm going to skip a little bit. So once again, she's talking about imposter syndrome, the origin of that, where it comes from, heroism, where that comes from, how as women, we often don't have great examples of heroes in our stories that we read and in our movies that we watch. We don't have very good female heroes. And a lot of times those female heroes are built on masculine tropes, right? Like super massive masculinity, physicality, and singular focus on some sort of uh, task at hand. That's not really how we are as women, right? We tend to collaborate and bring more people to the table. And yes, we can be really physically strong, but we also find other ways to solve problems, right? And so she's like, you know, we, we need a different kind of female hero. So she talks about all of that. So she goes into like, what would this look like in the movies? Quite a bit of what I consider heroism would make for unconventional movie fodder, building consensus in a meeting, making small decisions with a ripple effect, standing up for someone, changing your mind once you know better, choosing to talk about your shame rather than stay silent taking responsibility for something hard to own. But these are all excellent basises for stories we can each tell if we let ourselves. So I want you to think about this as a podcaster, as somebody speaking on a stage, as somebody coming live on Instagram and really wanting to connect with your audience, ask, am I sharing stories that people can connect with? Am I talking about my shame rather than staying silent? Am I taking responsibility for something that's hard to own? Did I change my mind on something? Am I sharing that I changed my mind on something? She's talking about these small moments that have lasting impacts. Then she says the phrase, speaking truth is power. And heroism is saying something true instead of saying something pretty. Saying something true instead of saying something pretty. As women, we spend so much of our life trying to please other people, trying to do the right thing, trying to be the right person in the right place at the right time so that we don't bother anybody, we don't step on any toes. People think that we're nice and sweet and kind, and that it doesn't have to be that way. Here is the last little bit I'm going to read aloud to you. Once again, you need to get this book. You've got to get this book. You're going to have as many marks and things. I have bookmarks and sticky notes and notes in this book. You're going to have it because this book is so good. She says, casting yourself as the hero in your stories and then sharing them is a revolution you can join just by opening your mouth. When we tell these sorts of stories instead of glossing over them, the quiet ones, the collaborative ones, the ones about topics that don't show up in ancient mythology or even in The Wizard of Oz, 
the ones in boring hotel rooms without flashy endings, we give audiences the chance to hear them. And that changes everyone's relationship with their own brand of heroism. The most important preparation we can do to speak in public is to be proud of our life. Oh, let that sink in. I'm going to say it one more time. The most important preparation we can do to speak in public is to be proud of our life. She goes on to talk about finding the magic moments in your life, finding the important moments in the tiny things that we do, making them significant and talking about the significance of your contributions, even if they're so small. You don't have to be the most anything to be involved in a giant movement, right? Did you get out and march? Did you sign a petition? Did you knock door to door? Did you create a podcast episode about a topic that is you're passionate about? Are you seeking out guests and people to interact with, whether it's your your podcast, your YouTube channel, your Instagram account? Are you seeking people that make a change? And then are you amplifying the work that they're doing? These are ways we change the sound of power. And it's really important. So I want to encourage all of you, find your power, find your voice, be in love with your life and know that your story is valuable. Your story about how you have overcome your trials and tribulations and challenges, your stories about how you celebrate your joys and your triumphs, your stories are impactful and powerful and people need to hear them. People will be inspired by them because they'll say, oh, that's like me. That's, I feel that way. I understand that. And you will create connection with the people in your audience. So my friends, I want to hear from you. How are you living the most radically audacious life. And when I say radically audacious life, I mean the life where you are proud of it, where you feel good, where you say, yes, my life has meaning and is making a difference, even if it's small. Right? We don't all have to massively change the world and be crazy superheroes attacking the big giant monster, we can make a difference with small acts. So are you doing that? How are you living your life? I, I want to hear about it. You'll see a link in the show notes for you to call in and leave you a message. Let me know if you've read Samara's book. Let me know if you are embracing your life and using those moments in your life to speak and to share your story and to connect with others. And if this episode means something to you, please share it with a friend. I don't know if you know this, but research shows that most people, especially women, 70% of women find a new podcast they like to listen to from a friend or a family member saying, hey, you need to listen to this. 
your recommendation helps this podcast to be found. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to raise the volume of your voice. I'm listening.